Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band have encountered a malevolent entity. Valentine confirmed that Voidstain's staff were involved in the assassination. Morgan still couldn't get a read on Voidstain himself, and Atticus and Eli led the charge deep into Bolensong Manor. What will happen now that they've discovered a Chaos Space Marine in the basement? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From the ghost of Balansong Manor. <laughs> uh, you see before you in a small, dusty, stanky room um, a, uh, a husk of a man in um, badly, uh, badly damaged armor. Um, again, Valentine, you can pretty clearly assess that this is marine armor. Okay. Um, the rest of you would be able to tell that as well, obviously, from um, knowing uh, Forced Pollard. Uh, the difference here being that uh, this armor is painted in, um, again, a metallic uh, red, um, the heavily damaged, um, to be clear. Valentine, I don't know how much you would know about heretical chapters. Uh, uh, he would know the legions because that's pretty broad. When it comes to individual chapters, would a uh, large sigil of uh, a, a teeth in a in a circle mean mean anything to you? Yeah, because that's one of the original mm. nine, so that mm. one really stands out. Uh, just so I can picture exactly what Valentine is seeing, yep. we're talking power armor can exist for Marines and for non-Marines. Mm -hmm. This is Marine scale. It is it is Marine scale armor. Yes, the Marine that is in this armor. How fragile does Marine look? Is this the Marine version of fragile? Like I'm starved, but I'm still a killing machine, or is this? This is um, it's somewhere between that and I think what you were going to describe next, which is like a desiccated skeleton man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> just a like uh, start. I mean, from the the way you've been hearing about you know this ghost, like this guy's clearly been down here a fucking long time. Um, so he is gaunt. Um, he he's not like hearty and hale. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, definitely still like in fucking space marine armor, just not like, I'm ready, I'm doing my part. Like he's not gonna like hop up and start putting foot to ass. Um, but he's also not like so weak that he can't lift an arm. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, from your reconstruction thing you can tell he's probably been leaning against this wall hitting his helmet against it for like a while decades um, if not centuries yeah um does <laughs> what weapons does he have in his hands he does any. not uh and also notably he does not have gauntlets uh he has bare hands uh which are um again like very pale and and kind of withered he's clutching his helmet uh which has just a like the rest of it is is that classic like world leaders red, uh, but the the forehead of it has been worn down to like a shiny chrome from being bashed against this wall for a very long time. But uh, he's taken very heavy damage. The armor itself is is it's intact, but it is like badly fucked up. Um, and the small room uh, again has been uh, clearly bricked in. Like he's, he was bricked in from the other side. That said, there do seem to be provisions, or there were provisions in here, so it's not like he's just been sitting here with no food for, like, hundreds of years, but a minimal amount to keep him alive. Um, but there's no weapons at all. Just just a man in armor with his helmet. I mean, yelled. no, no weapons. Fucking chaos-tinted son of a bitch. It's a fucking weapon. <laughs> yeah, but again, the question does come up. How much do time for everyone's favorite game? Sorry, how that was much Laura's of the making. heresy? Yes, exactly. Uh, we talked about this a bit off air, but like, how much of the heresy does everybody know? Yeah, yeah I think from previous conversations, we've established Atticus is not aware of the Horus heresy, other mm-hmm. than Valentine has mentioned that there have been fallen angels. Yep, but we don't probably you probably don't know whether this one's dirty or not that's the thing is what but to the point of past conversations uh valentine uh did take opportunity to make it perfectly clear that if a space marine impedes our holy quest Mm -hmm. our investigation marine kill them so atticus uh stunned to see a space marine on the other Mm -hmm. side of this wall uh raises his fist and says uh sir because <laughs> he does not know. Okay, so you've paused with the fist raised. We got to figure out who knows what. Morgan, you've seen chaos, chaos space, space marines, but only specific type of chaos space marine. So I know that there are chaos space marines. I bet you'd be able to call this just based on like the small embellishments just around the look of like, it in general. And it's thirty k armor. I'm assuming we're talking one of the Mark two to fours instead of the current like beaky marines are like Mark six or eight. In the modern parlance, so there are older forms. They're more kind of like boxier and medieval because there was different armor in the heresy versus modern era marines. Yeah, I think that'd be safe to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're looking at uh, uh, Forrest Pollard as being like a relatively modern marine mm-hmm. in the sense of the space marine video game of a marine, this is more archaic. I mean, his armor, he falls into an odd like, and this is from my knowledge of like the marines I had where like. I wouldn't say he's like a fresh off the line suit. Uh, Force Pollard stuff definitely, partially because it doesn't have the Aquila, it just has the skull in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like an older grade, but certainly not a 30K. Yeah. Uh, 30K grade. Um, I wouldn't, I would say that uh, this guy's armor is actually probably closer to, he wasn't like, <laughs> I don't think he was like there when Terra fell, but like he, 
I wouldn't say 30k. I'd say closer to like probably. Yeah, the, the legions, of course, have like inductees. They're still making new marines. They well, slap together, cobble like, together yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. on them. And, so yeah. this is a. Uh, it's not a fully modern suit either. It is older than forced pollards, but it's not like not ancient. It's not ancient. Ancient. Okay. ancient. Um, yeah. So yeah, you might know then. Yeah, yeah. That seems in the wheelhouse of this bad. Yeah. Eli's never encountered a chaos space marine, but because of his rank on an imperial navy ship and his role as master of arms he had to have an awareness that that was a possibility into in battle so he is aware of their existence but not necessarily but, their appearance but not necessarily their appearance he's like i mean it'll be space marine-ish <laughs> but like warped yeah yeah i think the case i'd probably make there is they likely told you that chaos produced its own space marines not like hey our guys mm. they turn around but rather like yeah it, chaos it figured out how to make the like, armor it's not like the lore it's just like hey there, there are, are guys there are, are like evil space marines yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is what we need to do to be able to fight them yeah. and protect our ships against them but yep. wouldn't have knowledge beyond that got it Valentine knows about the world eaters. This is where I have to do like the speed math of a character who would be able to do this. You can take some time on this. This is a big moment. So yeah, yeah. Take I will say. Time. I will say if this guy makes like a a move, Atticus will make like <laughs> an executive is decision. Laugh, crying with joy, uh, and Aww. muttering to his helmet. Oh, this world eater, Tom, because this is very important. Butcher's nails or no? Would you be able to see those? Butcher's nails end up looking like a weird halo of almost dreadlocks of steel interlocked links that plug into the scalp and then Ooh. flow back and mount uh, into yeah. the suit. Yeah, so they're there, but they're real damaged. Real damaged. Okay, that that's this is all interesting. We are now in deep cut Ryan zone, <laughs> fam. <laughs> so the reason this matters from like time slows and Valentine runs through the stuff that he has both been hip, hypno-indoctrinated about and knows in real life. World Eaters are one of the original legions. They are corn-focused. They are combat monsters. The fact that this world leader can talk at all is really strange because usually they get lost over time. They are the hand-to-hand -hand murder machines and they're the butcher's nails, which they have put in their head, means they can't feel anything except pain unless they are inflicting violence and bloodshed. Aggression is the only thing that gives them a dopamine reward. And the longer they go without it, the more those nails in their brain cause them to go further and further into physical agony to the point where they're almost seizing in pain unless they can do violence. So this is fucked up. Also, the butcher's nails slowly kill them. So it's just bad all around. This is the worst person to be in a close room with. The fact that there's a chain, like, this is the one where we were like, oh, if you punch, punch good and punch dead or nightmare. The fact that this world leader is excited to see people is deeply confusing. He doesn't see weapons. Perhaps the most important thing, do his robot eyes see Trevor? Because what is Trevor? <laughs> uh, Trevor is the helmet. Trevor is the helmet. He just keeps being like, they found us, Trevor. They found us. Fuck. So the reason Valentine is very tripped up is there are answers here. <laughs> he loves answers. But they are in a tremendously deadly source. And the only person who can believably deal with this threat is Atticus. Atticus mm -hmm. doesn't need answers. He needs orders. Yes, I know. That's the problem. Um, Valentine is going to start a goddamn conversation because that's who our ordered sociopath uh, is. All right, so hand raised. He, he's sir. just going to say, my lord, how were you trapped in here? E and Eli is like ready on void stain, just like very quietly like weapons down. 
Voidstain, you can tell he's trying to pull the trigger, but his finger is shaking so badly that he can't really muster. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. This is really bad. I agree. Um, so no sudden moves. Yeah, he, he he's just shaking in his nightgown. And Valentine's going to move past and then just turn to Eli, to Eli and just say, take his gun. Uh, and yeah. And, and Eli, yeah. yeah, absolutely. From this man's shaking hand, Eli is not shaking. <laughs> and then he'll just say to the Marine, my lord, how were you trapped here? What? You, you, you're going to have to speak out my ears. They do not work properly. My lord, how were you trapped here? That's better. And then we can just talk in normal volume. Oh, but I understand okay, that we're all yelling. yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, From the editor. God, please. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he just says, my, my name is Tank. I, I, this is Trevor. We, we crashed here long ago. And unfortunately, the locals did not take kindly to me or, or my compatriots. I, I came in this room looking for a piece of... I cannot remember, but ancient technology, valuable technology. We needed it to get back, get back to our legion, get back to the beautiful terrors of the warp. But unfortunately, I was too slow. and They locked me in here. I should never have taken off my gloves. I could not punch out. Trevor, he's been trying to help me escape. But I am so weak now. And... The things that used to drive me, the feelings. I cannot feel them anymore. I don't know what to do. Trevor, you tell him the rest. And he just holds the helmet up. And he keeps nodding along and being like, yes, this is a valid point. I did forget that. Yes, it's important. Yeah, and oh Valentine's God. just going to keep looking at the helmet and he's going to be nodding as though he's listening. And then he's just going to look over to Atticus and just give a nod. And then he's going to look back to the helmet and nod. And just really hope he doesn't have to say to kill this marine <laughs> that Atticus gets that now is the time. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the nod is like, this is a lot for Atticus in this moment. The nod, there's a beat of like, oh, nothing else is happening. He wants me to do something. Oh, yeah, okay. And then, <laughs> uh, uh, what and, is uh, it that uh, I do? <laughs> yeah, um, Atticus uh, pulls no punches. Um, he is going to uh, attempt to utterly destroy this space marine. Um, the nod from Valentine, uh, he just basically turns that into permission to go absolutely fucking ape shit on someone. First time opportunity he's had in weeks and weeks and weeks. And this is, as he's learned, a fallen fucking angel. Uh, and so he just screams and is just jackhammering his fist uh, 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 over and over and over again until he hears the order to stop because he doesn't know what a dead space marine looks like. Okay. Uh, so, Tyler, um, let's roll some dice. Okay. The fuck? The fuck? Okay, so uh, I believe your your power fist is melee heavy. Uh, uh, I think it's we treat it as melee light. We right. say two handed stuff yeah. would be melee heavy. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, okay. Uh, so obviously that's that's the skill we're going with. So that and brawn, it's a uh, close combat attack. So that's two purple. Uh, your target is prone, so I'll give you a boost. 
Uh, I will also give you the equivalent of an aim boost uh, because you've been aiming your fist uh, <laughs> okay. above this guy. That's for, another boost then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for Thank some you. time. I'm going to spend a story point to make this harder. I would also like to spend a story point. <laughs> Understandably. Um, and I think that's honestly it. I don't really know that there's much else we can argue for here. Um, uh, I could say, could we throw him an extra boost because Valentine has been listening to his story and has the Marines eye contact. They're both looking at the helmet. Oh yeah. Trevor, Trevor's Trevor. doing a lot of talking. So exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor's monologuing right now. So yeah. I, okay. I will also say Valentine's the only reason Valentine is ready to go this quick fast is this Marine seems like an idiot and he's aware that the cogitators of a Marine suit are in the helmet. <laughs> so he actually doesn't need the Marine if the helmet has anything in it. That's his only source of trustworthy information. Mm. So that's another boost then from the distraction, if mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. hearing you correctly. Okay. They're both just enraptured in what, what Trevor is saying. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Atticus has his dice pool then. Let it rip. Yep. Okay. So that's one, two, three, four successes followed by three advantages. Um, and if no one says stop, Atticus is going to attack again. And how much damage does your power fist do? 17 damage. <laughs> hmm. Crit two. Right, but it's not good against armor, right? Uh, it. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we finally looked those up. It has pierced, I think, twenty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I make, I, I make, I make the jokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, you hit him and uh, just like crunch through this very damaged marine armor, um, and you feel like armor give way. It's like crunching a tin can. Um, and uh, blood just gushes out of his mouth as you crush internal organs. And he just goes, stop, Trevor, make him stop. Uh, and that's not the voice I'm waiting to say stop. So I continue. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was going to say, and Valentine has drawn his last pistol and is just shooting this motherfucker in the face. Just everybody's in. I mean, put it then down. Eli, like, <laughs> Eli like, just like old west cowboy with yeah. revolvers. Yeah, he's like he's like Eli's like flanking so he doesn't fire at Atticus. Like. Right. All right. So if we're if we're going to coup de gras town, uh, Morgan, you want to get in I mean, on yeah, this murder? I, I think I just have the the the. Uh, you take Eli's pipe. He had that originally, and he was handed it to you. No, I, I, you, we had another gun in the carriage that wasn't her rifle. It was a, it was a hunting rifle. Hunting, a hunting rifle. rifle. Yeah, so mm. crappy rifle. Would you have carried that in even past people who could see you carry it? I, I, I guess I don't have anything. We'll yeah. just, all right, I'll take a pipe then. I'll try it out. <laughs> There's one boot. It's just gonna yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'll get I, a piece of this. I, I fully also believe Morgan just standing back because in your survivalist mentality, like... I wouldn't put it past I think you. if any, yeah, if anything, then I think Morgan is just looking around in the room more to like try and find out more information while everyone is shooting this Marine. Cool. Um, collectively, you rain hell down on a man yelling, stop it, stop it, um, <laughs> until he stops yelling it anymore. Yep. Uh, Trevor. Atticus, Atticus continues. Yep. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, and Valentine will take a blade and sever the head off the body and then call Okay. Stop. Yeah. And at the order to stop, even then, Atticus like punctuates a little. Traitor! <laughs> uh, great. One more. One more smash. And uh, Void Scene, I think, is just hand, like with trembling hands, just holding bullets 
out to Eli the whole time, like pulling bullets out of his pockets <laughs> mm-hmm. and just like handing you bullets. Um, Trevor falls falls from the Marine's hand, uh, bounces once and is still. Uh, and there is silence yet again in, in the crypt. For the first time in a long time, there is no tap, tap, tapping on the walls of Balansong Manor. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, your resident producer with Dum Dums and Dice. And I also voice characters that you've heard and I GM season two. And I am here to invite you to help support us producing this show and all of our other shows through our Patreon for Dum Dums and Dice. You can go to patreon.com slash dice and support us today. And it makes a world of difference. Plus, if you join, you get exciting things. We have a fan exclusive discord. We do weekly tableside video chats. You get advanced access to episodes and the videos before the rest of the public do. You can submit names for places, people, and things that pop up in the shows. You can create your own NPCs that interact with our parties on an ongoing basis. You can get special thank yous. Heck, if you if you want, we can even do one-shot adventures with you or start up a series with you. Just patreon.com slash dice. Please support us today. It will save us from a grim, dark future so we can keep making a show for you in a grim, dark future. Valentine will pick up the helmet because that's coming with him because he wants to get into that system and see if there are any records of actual mission information because world eaters tend to lose their minds completely, but members of their crew can't be quite as crazy because they still need to ship to work. So there's a chance something was uploaded Mm. in terms of information and he's just going to take void stain and steer him into this tiny cell over Mm. the body of a Marine with the helmet in his hands and say, Lord Voidstein, it's time for us to have a conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. We have a great deal of information that suggests that you are, in fact, the one who killed Lady Guinevere Balansong and that you are playing a most dangerous game to take over this world at the side of Duke Wickstrop. 
What? No, I, I would, of course, like to marry the Duke and redeem my family's name and maybe th make things better on this planet, but I didn't kill uh, Lady Guinevere. I, I mostly wanted to know if she was harboring cha chaos elements in her basement and, uh, look at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, this is one of the reasons we're having this conversation instead of us, let's just say, having... Murdering me? Yes, punching you to death and making it look like the Marine did it. Uh, okay, so... And he just lays it, because I could do a five-minute monologue laying out all the facts, but I think it's a lot easier to be like, these are the things we've heard. These are the people who've spoken against you. This is the work we've done to chase through. Here's the evidence. Here's the photo of the guy at your gates who's the one who was behind this assassination. Here's the payment I can track to you. Here's so we can put this all together. Like, every single thing in the world suggests that you were behind this from every single person in this room. And he looks fucking horrified. Just deer in the headlights. Yeah, and just be like... So I'm going to need you to explain how this isn't you. Because right now you seem like the cleverest heretic ever, and we just prevented you from getting a World Eater Marine to fight alongside you. Um, and uh, he looks at you, and uh, his, his face is unreadable. It's doing a, a Matthew Broderick in close-up level of nonsense. Uh, can, you roll a, uh, can you roll a perception, please? Yes, I can. I would give you setbacks for the darkness, but, you know, <laughs> robo-eyes. Great. What's the difficulty on this one? Uh, I'm going to say difficulty. You're really good at reading people, so I'm going to say two. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to say one. This is, like, your, this is very much your element. I think someone having large emotional reactions is not something that would phase you or be difficult to read past. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, difficulty one. Um, <laughs> I want to say a boost for my theory that I believe he's innocent, a setback for the evidence. <laughs> yeah. That's just that he's guilty. Yep. Yep. All righty. Let's, uh, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Mm. Five successes. Okay. Uh, inexplicably, it looks like uh, you're trying to figure out what his expression is. And then you realize it's, he's trying to hold back laughter. Uh, and finally he just breaks out into like vaguely hysterical laughter uh, and he says, <laughs> okay, well, if you need some evidence, sir, it's that. And he just points at the bag of gold. And he's like, where the fuck do you think I would have money like that? Have you seen? And he like just gestures at his clothes. He gestures at himself. I was going to say, I he do remember his like manner, which the sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just like, he, he proceeds to go on like a full, like unhinged Steve Martin at the end of a Steve Martin film rant where he's just like, <laughs> I'm leaving a house that looks like a fucking onion. I can't afford new clothes. I can't look at my fucking guns. Look at how sad these, are you fucking kidding me, man? Um, and he just like goes off on the, the money piece and he points at the, um, the, the guy and he said, do you, okay, you want to know how easy it would be to buy one of my servants? I can barely afford to pay them. You think I really inspired them as loyalty? They're going to go around murdering people for me? They're probably going to fucking murder me. <laughs> All right, this seems <laughs> definitively true to me. Does anyone else have any concerns about this being falsehood? And he's like, yeah, I followed Guinevere around because I was worried about this. And he's just like, just <laughs> <on> the floor. <laughs> yes. Wildly. He's like, there's chaos everywhere and I'm just trying to fucking stop it and no one will listen to me because my family were a bunch of chaos worshipping assholes and then this one comes along and flashes her fucking niche signs at me and I'm like look out that's fucking heresy and then all of you are like no 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 we're gonna fucking kill you man and all I'm trying to do is stop chaos and maybe marry a handsome boy yes like I said before this is generally the vibe I got <laughs> I'm so confused sir. this right here this mess that I just made that 
That's what I know. Everything else is uncharted waters to me, sir. Correct. All right. So, Sakatua, I fully believe that you are innocent, as ultimately does the Lord. I'm in charge of the investigation, which means you are being quite thoroughly framed and set up to be executed for what is going on. Thank you! <laughs> That's a very pleasant thank you, but we're going to need to solve this for you very quickly, because yes. this means you're the one legitimate person who is around. So, I'm going to delete certain evidence and not report it. At this point, the money will eliminate Sagatur as a suspect. That's what we're going to rely on. We found this payment. That's what's moving forward. We need to get our hands on that guard. We need to get back to your property. We need to hand them. We've also been told that there is something heretical in your home, which makes me highly suspect that it has been placed there specifically to frame you and you're not aware, which means we need to get to the house and we need to remove it. Also, this needs to go. I don't know what we're doing with it. I don't know if we should tell the king. Frankly, no. I'm beginning to think the royalty is entirely involved in this. Do we hide the body or do we report the body? What is everyone's feeling on this? Not you, Sakatur. You're just unfortunately in this room right now. He I, I see. edges out and stands yeah. politely outside yeah. to let you guys talk. Two options. We get rid of it and continue with our investigation. Mm-hmm. Or we leak the information and see who responds and maybe draw out whoever's guilty. It'll accelerate their plans. I don't know. But we don't know who trapped this body here. I'm trying to figure out if there's any way that this comes back negatively on us. We've destroyed a marine. Someone's aware of this. That wall says that someone knows that this marine is here. I will say that's an old fucking wall. It's just not oh. as old as the other wall. So it's not like a fresh brick. This is like, if you oh. imagine ancient brick and then slightly less ancient brick. Oh, okay. But still like hundreds, maybe thousands of years. Okay. Hundreds, bro. Yeah. Um, okay. The well, best evidence you have that. is the old floor above this space. But you get the sense that was literally like, oh, we don't want the shitty downstairs anymore. Yeah, We're building yeah, on top yeah, yeah. of it. I think I have it. I think it came to me. We need to box this body up. We need to keep this with us. We need to solve this mystery tonight. We need to figure out who our top suspect is. Because right now, we have just found the body that Lord Van Houten is going to deliver to the Duke Wickstrop during the hunt. You want to bring in Ehrlich? That's one choice. You want to bring down a large bird? That's another. You want to bring in a World Eaters Space Marine corpse? You win the hunt. Oh, that's quite good, sir. Is it still recognizable as a uh, world eater? Shoulder pauldron. Yeah, okay. it's a crushed yeah. pauldron. But it's okay. there. We've got the helmet. It's so just, it just like means- a flat, you know, like a like a comically flat world eater. Yeah. We are in a race against time, friends. This helmet needs to be brought to say us right now. Is Toby here? Yeah. Well, Toby. <laughs> Outside, I mean. Outside, yeah. yes. Comes through her microbe. Yeah. In the porch. <laughs> I've been keeping lookout on, on the front of the residence. We'll send this with Toby to be delivered to Tiseus. Tiseus can then go through, hack his way in, and find whatever information we can possibly have. If we can include it with the body, all the better. If we can't, we leave it at the house. We box up this body and make sure that it is shipped back to our manor currently. Then we go to Voidstain Manor. We need to figure out what is behind this wall, and we need to make it disappear, as well as figuring out where it was sourced from. Yeah, Voidstain, it's a wall. That's that's what I've been told, to go to your house, find a wall, likely in your basement. You know anything about that? I will, uh, to my great shame, admit I don't spend much time outside of my personal quarters. The place is a bit of a dump. Oh, someone's definitely planted something in your house, then. 
My only concern is if the conspirators are moving faster than we are, that they could arrest Sakatua when we bring him back to his property. I don't believe that will happen, but there is a chance. Respectfully, sir. <laughs> I'm going to say a little more. Oh, yeah, just come in. Come yeah, in. It's part of you now. Uh, re- respectfully, uh, sir, none of this works if, if uh, someone can't win the Duke Wickstrup's favor. It means no one would become an heir. And though I've been more curious about the chaos threat to the planet, many others would, even the ones who were doing the killing, I presume would still need to participate in the events. Uh, King Frederick is. Nothing if not fond of pageantry. So it would seem to me that they can only move so quickly because they still have to participate in the hunt and the show of art. You are all dead, in which case, like, I don't know, it's probably fine. You are, and I mean this is the highest compliment, growing on me in a very <laughs> impressive way. Thank now, you. we need to get to that manor and clean this up. The body will be boxed up. We'll box it up ourselves. Right now, find something in the next chamber. Eli, uh, Clarence, whatever you need. You didn't hear that. He just says <laughs> Whatever you need, put it in a box. We can have it shipped by other people, but it needs to be chained shut. I'm not willing to ask anyone to forget seeing this. Then we go to the manor. Take this to Toby. And he just delivers the helmet because that shit's got to get flown yep. out immediately. She will take that upstairs. Uh, before you do, uh, Morgan, you wanted to take a look around the room. I'll assume, based on the coup de grace, like when you were certain that it was dead... Quick look around the room. Um, yeah, I think it, it was probably just standing, yeah, in terror, yep. and then having wanting to look at anything but this Fair dead enough. body. <laughs> so give me a uh, give me a. I'd say either perception or honestly streetwise. Given your again, like it depends how you're approaching this. Are you actively investigating, or you're just kind of giving it the it, once over? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just perception. It's just if she's yep. not, she wasn't looking directly into the heat of that battle. Yeah, did, so. Didn't want to look at a chaos space marine anymore. Yeah, that's fair. no, it's fair. And then the difficulty? Um, I'm going to say four because it's fucking old and musty down That's here. That's fine. And you're also dealing with some emotional fallout from... Completely, yeah. What? Chaos Space Marines. <laughs> what? Cool. Okay, and I'm just going to roll it straight then. Yep. One success, three threats. Okay. Um, so looking around down here, it really does look like this place was cleared out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most important thing that you determine from kind of your, your moment looking around is that there hasn't been any anyone down here in ages. Nothing's so really been disturbed. Yeah. Seen any like of it. it literally it if you were to venture a guess, and I mean you made the, the comment earlier about knowing about people living in walls and things. Yep. If you were to venture a guess, he's been down here long enough that people actively didn't tell the next generation what was down here and instead yes. just like moved on from this space over time. So that actually knocks a couple of like possible fears off your list because mm-hmm. it's just like the fact that people have been like, well, there's been a ghost down here for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's just like that story seemed to have kind mm-hmm. of covered it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also more importantly, no one's been down here to check on them. No one's been looking around. The fact that there was like an old bookshelf that hadn't been disturbed in front of them, all this yields good benefit. So yeah. you're able to ascertain this is an old part of the manor and yeah. likely. Yeah. Fine. And I think just turning to Valentine and sir, I think as long as the floor that we found that was fake is returned people will continue to just consider this part of their ghost story and not come looking down here excellent once we box this up we'll bring this out with us and we'll replace the bookshelves and other items that we removed we don't need them to remain distracted for long we're looking to buy at least four or five days frankly we can order them to stay out of the lower levels and we'll pass that along as an order of the executor Sounds perfect. And she's going to go upstairs. And while she's on the way upstairs, do a long distance call on like, Terseus, I have a package that you need to pick up on the rear end of the residence. 
Sure. Um, so Treseus was at he your was at the place. Van yeah, Houten he, he was at the Van Houten estate. He was looking into yeah. trying to figure out who that guy was and anything else that was going on. So he was already on the third floor research. just hanging yeah. out. So, Right. I'm sorry. So you're radioing ahead to tell him that it was coming. The bird's coming with a helmet. Yes, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were like, hey, come on back. I'm no, like, no, no. <laughs> I just like Long want wood. him to be outdoors so yeah. i can deliver a bird oh there's him. fully a juliet balcony oh perfect that he can, like, he can come out on the balcony and just stand there like <laughs> watching the sky yeah and we will send a bird with a helmet to him great <laughs> all right so with that you're able to pack up and uh head back <laughs> yeah atticus yep. is yeah assembling a a, a messy corpse and just all the pieces yeah yeah i mean the good news is there's still a lot of old storage stuff down here so it's probably easy enough to find like an old musty box yeah um, how badly did we kill this guy did we ship him in like well, two boxes uh, no it'd be one <laughs> probably just one box because okay. the, the catch is like he's still in space marine armor you just got it like he just didn't it was damaged and he didn't move yeah yeah so like you're very difficult fight became a very easy fight uh but Space Marine armor is still Space Marine armor. So sure, even though yeah. you like punch the shit out of him, okay. again, he's like a crunched up thing. But yeah, I was going to say Space Marine bones are even ceramite reinforced. Oh, Through the stuff that they eat, okay. the armor material wow. is built into their skeleton. Yeah, so you're really just dragging okay. like a, it's almost like a crushed car you're dragging, okay. like a flattened car. Okay. But the head came off. Yeah. Separate boxer head. <laughs> What, are you going to fucking send it yeah. to Brad Pitt to, to make him <laughs> We set the head in yeah. the torso. You know, Perfect. So it fits yes. in the in box the, in the, What's in the yes. box? We found a seven-foot <laughs> box, and now the eight-foot-tall guy fits in the seven-foot-tall box. It <laughs> all perfect. comes together. There we go. It's those old math problems coming together. Um, uh, Valentine would also, with his... Uh, with his data slate or in with Eugene, he would get photos of the armor, any specific markings on it. There may be additional information he can give Terseus in regards to like, what era was this? Was there a specific crusade? Is there forbidden inquisitorial knowledge that, that has this odds of that? He's also aware are tremendously low. We don't have access to the libraries, but he is allergic to leaving evidence that could be useful later behind. And he's aware they're going to lose this body pretty soon. Yep. Fair enough. Um, okay, so you you box up your leftovers, uh, you get your Space Marine doggy bag, and you um, make your way back upstairs. Um, luckily, again, you have full run of this place, so everyone just assumes you're taking stuff out. Yep. yep. Um, Put the bookshelf back in place, we have the doors locked, relay the orders that nobody goes downstairs. Sure, yep. And, like, again, you don't need to tell Velma twice. Like, she hears, don't go downstairs, and that's the law now. Mm -hmm. Um so you load the uh, the box up on top of the uh, the carriage, uh, and you're heading back to Voidstain Manor, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, do you want to radio ahead, knowing that there are leaks in his place, or do you just want to show up and try and show up, get the guy? All right. Uh, is there anything you want to discuss en route? This time, uh, he is not chatty. He is thousand yards staring out the window because this is much worse than what he thought was down there. You're driving, I assume? Are we still playing that? Ruse? I'm driving, but I'll be calmed in so I can okay. hear what's going on and be a part of the conversation. But Void's tend to be the only person who couldn't hear me. Yeah. Honestly, Morgan could drive instead because she's going to communicate as soon as Terseus gets that package. She'll have to give him a couple notes on, like, what you, you know, not, not specifics <laughs> over the airwaves, but just like, please look into that package that I delivered to you. Information. Morgan Drive. Morgan Drive. That makes sense. <laughs> so Valentine's inside. Uh, right. And you just get back from Joseas. Oh, fuck. Oh, 
Oh. Thank you for your service. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Just clicks off. <laughs> like exhausted. And so, uh, he's like, oh, uh, oh, sorry. I have uh, determined the uh, the identity of the, uh, the servants uh, for you. Uh, turns out he does work, in fact, for Voidstein. Uh, and like, gives you a general description. Like, And uh, he's like, so there you go. Yeah. And since Morgan is sitting up top, <laughs> the relief from having done all that, and she's very tired, is like, Perseus, thank you so much. This will blow the investigation wide open, and you are you are just such a treasure on our team. Thank you. You can't see the tears, but you can hear them. And he says, uh, "Thank you, uh, Captain. That is very good to hear. I am happy to be of service." Wow. Thank you, and I appreciate your swift work with that new present I gave you. I will dive in immediately. That is what the calf is for. Thank you. So lucky he spoke to you instead of Atticus or Eli about, like, I know who the guy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got the most complimentary thing yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from Morgan, which yeah. shows how much she's growing as <laughs> a person. She's yeah. working on it. Uh, it's, that, it's weird because your mask and your actual personality are having to merge, where it's like Bar Morgan and, like, Secret Morgan are becoming the same Morgan. We're, we're, we're taking bits and pieces that work from yep. both, yeah. So, we need to take this conspirator alive, if at all possible. I'm hoping Toby, after dropping off the gift, could join us at the Voidstain estate, Morgan? Was that, was that coming through? Yeah, he's, he's got that bouncing around. Uh, um, yes, I will have that happen. It will take a bit of time, but flight is fast. Uh, um, Robite, uh, Morgan is uh, someone else, right? Someone. The spy master back at our house. Yeah. That's who I'm coming through. Right, right. I, I forgot about oh, no that. Problem, no problem. All right, so we have that in place. We need to take this co-conspirator alive. Hopefully Toby, as our most, how we say, less lethal weapon, uh, could assist us with that process. Is there a way you believe we could isolate our candidate in a way that would at least leave them unarmed or without friends who would be able to rescue them? Well, I don't have very many staff, and they're all run a little bit ragged, so I suppose I could just call him in and, and d d demand some answers about an unrelated matter, uh, perhaps the hunt. Uh, I've asked them all to think about what the best animal I could shoot is, and so far none of them have come back with anything other than an Ehrlich, and I frankly don't think I can bag an Ehrlich. So I can just come in and demand some answers from that, and then he'll show up, and you can be like... Get fucked, sir. Um, would that would that work? Frankly, yes. As long as we can bring Toby inside, that'll be excellent. Uh, let's do that. I would say let's bring in two other servants and bring in our candidate as the third, so that seems like it's a regular part of okay, the game. Do you want on. me to bring them in one at a time? Yes, I believe that would be wise. Okay. Honestly, I do need to speak to them about the hunt. Uh, so I don't I don't have a a box to deliver. You know. Perfect. So we'll have you bring them in. We'll be with you, perhaps in a sitting room where you could have these conversations, but be ready for action as required. And once we have arrested this candidate, we can send them outside, perhaps with uh, Clarence. Would you be willing to supervise the prisoner as necessary? Absolutely. Excellent. Then Clarence and... With we'll... his two pistols that <laughs> <Yeah>. he's commandeered. <laughs> Clarence will supervise that, and the three of us shall move forwards with Lord... Void stain to ensure that the basements don't contain anything heretical. Very good. I uh, approve of this plan as the Lord. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Great. That's the plan. Um, all right. So uh, the uh, 
you know, it's again like the middle of the night. You guys have been at this a long time. Um, the uh, the carriage is uh, pulling along, uh, and as you uh, sort of start to get closer to Voidstein Manor, um, there's a, a light in the distance, um, and uh, Voidstein just kind of leans out and says, Oh, balls, my house! Uh, and in the distance, you can see flickering flames as uh, Voidstein Manor burns in the distance. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik, alongside Game Master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Mithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, Drama, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster-hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- oh, Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? <sighs> Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So... If you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.